0: Leia Healthcare, it's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Hello and welcome to the very latest episode of the Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. Folks, this is my latest 10 top tips episode. These are really popular. People love them and request them all the time. On today's episode, I thought I'd bring you one how to health-proof your life. 10 really simple tips to get you through the day in a really healthy way. Taking all the advice and tips on board can be difficult, so let's make it as ever really, really simple. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you know where we are. We're real health at Independent.ie. Okay, let's kick it off. Tip number one is all based around sleep. And we've done sleep episodes in the past, and I keep coming back to it as the foundation for health every single time. The better your sleep, the The better everything else in terms of your day, your motivation, your exercise, your recovery, your food, your weight loss, if weight loss is one of your goals. It all happens from sleep and sleeping properly. In terms of how you do that, well, it's pretty simple. The bedroom should be a clean environment, a relaxed environment, a calm environment, and a dark environment. Blackout blinds can be really handy. I mean, a really clean space. So sprinkling your bedroom and around your bed is really, really important as well. Changing your pillows and your mattress on a regular enough basis in terms of your pillows and a mattress, probably every kind of five to ten years, there or thereabouts. Tech-free bedroom. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know every time we talk about sleep, we come back to a tech-free bedroom. Super important, 30 minutes before bed, you have downtime where you read a book, you relax, and take that light away from the bedroom. It's really, really important. That blue light from screens we know affects your sleep and your sleep patterns. So it all begins there. Cam as an app is really good and there's lots of other mindfulness apps that can help even in terms of adult colouring books can help to relax you. Whatever it is that relaxes you before bed is the thing to do. Ideally, in terms of time, we know that six to eight hours a night is optimum. You can track that using sleep trackers. Some of the newer sleep trackers seem to be vaguely accurate in terms of deep sleep and aiming for that six to eight hours Might sound kind of scary, and if it is, if you're getting four, four and a half to five hours, try and add half an hour a night, where you go to about half an hour earlier and half an hour earlier, and just build it up slowly over the course of time. Tip number two is planning out your day. Planning is crucial when it comes to health. The more you plan, the more likely you are to stay on track in terms of food and in terms of exercise. So when you're sitting down having your breakfast in terms of mapping out your day, look at your schedule. Where do you plan to exercise if you're going to exercise on that day? Pencil it in, make it a time, make a commitment to it, and make it happen. If you're commuting, plan that commute for health. So for example, I travel a huge amount in January and February with Operation Transformation and other times during the year with my corporate work, so I plan for that. What I mean by that is my car is full of fruit, nuts, seeds, water, all the stuff I want to have around me while I'm commuting. Because if it's there, chances are I'll eat it. And if it's not there, chances are when it's up for fuel or for electricity, now that I've gone to an electric car, I'm gonna be more likely to have something from the forecourt that I really don't want to have. So putting all the stuff in the car is really important and planning. If you're commuting on the train or on the bus, having a backpack with fruit, nuts, seeds, or a homemade snack, like homemade protein balls, means you're more likely to stay healthy all the way through that kind of that your day mapping it out, putting a little bit of time aside and planning it out is really, really important. For me, it's old school. I do it every single Sunday. I map out my day and then every morning when I get up, I have a look at my diary. I know where I am, what I'm doing and I map around it and plan around it as much as I possibly can. Tip number three. So you figured out how to sleep better. You figured out how to plan your day and map out your day. Now, For me, the most important part of the day is your breakfast. It sets you up in terms of food and nutrition for the day. Skipping breakfast means chances are you'll eat worse during the day as you go along. Breakfast should be substantial. Breakfast should be healthy. And breakfast should be something that is in a relaxed environment. It shouldn't be on the go in an ideal world. Putting five minutes aside or ten minutes aside to have your breakfast, sitting down, chewing your food is really, really important too. In terms of what to have, eggs are obviously a winner. We know that. Eggs are fantastic. They're high in protein and really, really good for the body. Eggs and whole grain toast, really, really good. Porridge, amazing. Weetabix is cool. Tea, coffee, fine. They're all really simple ways to get a healthy breakfast in. Overnight oats, very trendy, very popular, and really handy if you are eating on the go. It's a very easy way to get something kind of nutritious to take with you and very simple to make as well. Getting that breakfast meal in is really important. We know people who have breakfast are healthier in the long term and will lose more weight in the long term as well. So don't skip that meal, whatever you do. So you've had your sleep, you've planned out your day, you've, taken, you've had your breakfast, now let's have a look at work and how to make the work area really, really healthy as well. So when you do get to work or if you work from home, The healthier and cleaner and the better that space is, the greater the chances that you're going to be healthy. So spring clean clean your desk, spring clean your office, spring clean anywhere you possibly can where you spend time. When you're in the workplace, healthy workplace equals healthy body. If you sit all day, how can you make it healthy? One of the easiest ways, if at all possible, is to get a standing desk. We know you burn generally kind of 50 to 60 calories more per hour when you stand as opposed to sitting which is a huge amount of calories if you're standing for a couple of hours a day over the course of the week, over the course of the month, and over the course of the year. Standing is so crucial. When you stand, you do all the work. If you're sitting listening to the podcast right now, the chair is in all the work for you. Your body is doing absolutely nothing when it comes to health. It's not holding your body up. It's not holding your head up. The chair is doing all the work. So stand as much as you possibly can. Use the stairs as much as you possibly can. Get off the bus or the train one stop earlier. Park your car the furthest point away from where you're going to walk to. The car park is a classic analogy for health. You see it all the time. People lap the car park and lap the car park to get closest to the door. And then they go into work, or some people go to the gym. Same thing. They park as close as they possibly can to win an exercise. Build your exercise into your day. It's really, really important. Okay, halfway there, number five. Generally, the halfway point during the day for so many people it will be lunch. Let's make it healthy. How do you do that? Okay, pretty simple. This is where a portion plate idea comes into play really, really, really well. Half the plate should be salad or vegetables, then a quarter of the plate protein, and then a quarter of the plate some carbohydrates and some fats. So let's just walk through that again. Half your plate should be salad and veg. Half of it. Every single plate that you have, fill it full of vegetables and salad. A quarter is your protein source. So that's chicken, beef, turkey, eggs, fish, quinoa, chickpeas, any form of really good protein and then your carbohydrates and some fats in the other quarter. If you're having a if you're having a wrap or brown bread or anything like that, simple same rule applies protein and color, brown or whole grain in terms of the kind of bread that you have or else ideally make your own bread even better. So let's recap five really simple tips so far. First is your sleep. Second is planning. Third is breakfast. Fourth is your workplace and spring cleaning the workplace. And five is a healthy lunch. So far, there's nothing too scary there. Those tips are very, very easy to implement. They're very important. And what it comes back to all the way is planning and mapping out and looking at different areas of your life and how you can health-proof them. Very simple, very doable. The advice, I suppose, in terms of the podcast is to put them into action and try them and see how you go. Folks, you're listening to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. Tip number six, really important is snacking during the day and snacking healthily. So for example, my clients, they'll generally eat every three hours over the course of the day. So breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. So every three hours, we get some kind of food in. That's really, really important in terms of blood sugar levels, in terms of energy, and in terms of fullness and feeling full. How do you do it? We've looked at breakfast options, we've looked at lunch options. In terms of snacks, pretty simple. Nuts are fantastic. Key thing is, once they're not covered in anything, so not in chocolate, not in yogurt, not in anything whatsoever, because, well, they're not so healthy. Nuts on their own are amazing. So almonds, cashew nuts, Brazil nuts, really, really, really good. And really simple and really yummy. In terms of portion size, it's palm full every single time. It's not a palm pyramid or the max amount you can fit on your palm. It's a palm full. And it's a really, really good guideline. If, like me, you find you want to have the whole bag, which is never good, uh, very simple, portion them out. Get the little tuberware containers, put a portion in each, and have two tubware containers with you over the course of the day, having one snack about 11 o'clock, and one snack at about roughly 3 o'clock, there or thereabouts. Other very healthy snacks. Obviously, fruit is a really good one. And fruit and nut butters go together really, really well. Uh, very trendy at the moment, nut butters are really funky. Combine them with some fruits, so an apple or banana, and the protein from the nut butter works really, really well with the fruit in terms of energy levels and in terms of fullness as well. Other snacks, Greek yogurt with some fruit or some nuts, perfect. Again, a small portion. Whole-grain ravita with some protein or some fish, really, really good as well. Uh, hummus can be really good with cucumber or celery just really simple snacks that work for your day it's not rocket science but the key thing is we keep you full during the day full of energy during the day as well and feeling really really good that's what health is all about so remember for my clients it's every three hours breakfast snack lunch snack and dinner tip number seven is to talk Uh, it's a really simple and really random tip but we live in a society who texts Uh, I am one of those people. I'm glued to my phone. I send a huge amount of text messages every single day. A tip I picked up about a year ago is to talk more. Uh, I was at an event and a lecture and the lecturer was speaking about this. It's a really simple tip. We don't talk that much anymore. So talk in your day as much as possible. Ideally talk to people who are positive and people who are healthy. Positive people that have a positive impact on your day. If you spend it people who are moaning and bitching and giving out about their employer or their friend or their partner. Well, that's going to bring you down too. If you're hanging around people who are empowering you, who are positive, who are glass half full as opposed to glass half empty types of people, chances are that's going to rub off on you too. And it's a really simple way to surround yourself with positivity. We've always said that on the show, you'll know if you've listened in, that to be healthier, surround yourself with healthier people. And the same goes for positivity and a positive mindset. Surround yourself with people who are positive as well. The more talk you get into your day, the healthier you're going to be. Think of it as a very, very uh, low-key counselling session in some respects. Just talking is so powerful. Chatting about your day, about work, about whatever, it's a really powerful way just to feel good and to get away from screens and technology and put it back to old school. And it's a very, very simple way to do it. So far, we've gone through your day from the very beginning through to lunch, through to a snack. Now we're getting towards post-work commute how do you do that healthily well it's pretty again it's all back to planning so it's having your stuff ready to go having the stuff in your bag walking a little bit more getting off the, the, the stop one stop early parking further away walking to the car and having water with you never go home on an empty stomach ever that is rule number one for how to go home from work If you do, chances are you'll ring a takeaway on the way home or you will be hungry and you'll go for the freezer uh, or the fridge or the unhealthy stuff that you really don't want to go near. So always eat something on the way home, especially if your commute is really, really long. I have clients now who are commuting two hours or more in the evening time. They've stuff in the car with them on the way home, they'll snack in the car on the way home and they'll get home feeling kind of full and making a better choice and a healthier dinner. When you get home, let's have a look at dinner again. Pull it back to that portion plate concept. Half the plate, draw a line down the centre, should be veg or salad, then your protein source, and then some carbohydrates and some fats. Really, it transforms people's opinion of how a meal should be. If you struggle with portion size, you can get a portion plate, uh, which will kind of give you ideas of how big those portions should be. But protein should be a fistful, veg and salad, half the plate, and then your carbohydrates, basically a fistful as well. makes it really, really easy. One of the key things for dinner in terms of lifestyle and being busy is to prep them. Or uh, what we do in our household is we make double portions. So we're cooking dinner, we'll do double portions and we'll store half in the freezer. Therefore, you're not kind of batch cooking at half the day on a Sunday. You're very simply storing two portions every time you cook a dinner. And that freezer kind of full of healthy dinners builds up very, very quickly over the course of a week or two. That can be very, very handy. Or if you are cooking dinner, just make it simple. Protein, veg, salad, really easy. One of the key things, if you are eating very, very late, have a lighter meal later in the evening and your heavier meal earlier in the day. What I mean by lighter? Uh, fish. And salad, fantastic. Avoid kind of the red meat because it takes more time to break it down. Uh, ideally fish as a form of protein or even eggs. A lot of the time, if I'm home late, I will have scrambled eggs uh, and whole grain toast with some avocado as dinner. It's very light and it's really, really filling as well. And it's f- it's a really healthy way, if I'm home very late, to get some good food into me before I go to bed and don't feel overly full. In an ideal world, it's two hours before you go to bed from your last meal Ideally, a little bit more, but certainly two hours is a really good guideline in terms of a minimum. Okay, how are you doing so far? Um, Don't forget, the top tips episodes are never rocket science. It's never really, really difficult, but they're just simple tips that make a big difference to your health. And that's really important. Uh, Tip number nine is a brain dump. Every evening, I get my diary. I'm old school. I write in a diary. uh, And I do a brain dump about my day and things I have to do the following day. What it does for me is it slows my thinking down. It slows my brain down. And gives me some kind of control over the thoughts that are in my brain. It means when I try to relax after a really busy day's work, I can relax because I've done a brain dump, I've listed everything in lists from top to bottom, I know what I have to start with the very next day. Simple, effective, actually quite powerful. By listing something you have control over it and ownership over, it, it makes a really, really big difference. So that brain dump diary, very important. Again, I do it about an hour, an hour and a half before bed. I close it over, put it to one side, and then I'll watch some TV or whatever I want to do. I'll relax, read a book. I do it after the brain dump is done. And tip number 10 is at least one hour before bed, I'm going to set you this challenge, is tech free. Put your iPad away, put your tablet away, put your phone away. An idea world to turn the television off one hour before bed over the course of the next week. If you do nothing else off the back of this episode, but try that one hour tech free tip. It changes so much. Talk to those around you, read a book, listen to some music, play some music, do whatever you want to do. It doesn't really matter. The whole idea is that you're getting away from screens for an hour before you go to bed. And it pulls this right back to the circle, which is the tech-free sleep before you go to bed. It's a very, it's, It ties perfectly in to getting you to relax and take it easy and be in a really good space when you try to go to sleep and you sleep deeper and sleep better and you're much quicker to get to sleep as well. The whole idea of the Top Tips episodes is to give you simple tips to improve your life and that's what we try and do. My goal and my homework for you over the course of the next seven days is to try at least one of the tips that I've given you. Just one. Pick whatever one you want. Try it and see what happens. This episode was built around how to get that health proofing into your day, step by step by step by step. It won't work for everybody's day, but at least one of those tips will apply for you. So give it a go over the course of the next seven days. Okay, folks, that's it for another week on the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. As ever, you know where we are. If you have any feedback, it's realhealth.independent.ie at PT on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a wonderful week. Try at least one of those tips, put them into action, and let's see what happens over the course of the next seven days. And as ever, I have another podcast for you next week. Have a great week. Still on. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.